Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to Small Business Digest on Blog Talk Radio. Now entering its fifth year, this show is hosted by Don Mazella, Editorial Director of Small Business Digest. Each week he brings you advice and information from experts and small business leaders like yourself. Each show is designed to provide one or two thought-provoking ideas from authors, experts, and small business leaders, just like most of the individuals who make up our audience. Whenever possible, Small Business Digest tests the products and services featured on the show to ensure they are of a quality to help listeners grow their small business. Guests do not pay to appear, but are chosen for their ability to provide ideas and suggestions to improve operations, expand marketing, reduce cost, enable better personnel management, and add profits. Remember, all of our shows are archived at www.blogtalkradio.com slash smallbusinessdigest. You can hear this show and all others at your leisure. If you like what you hear, tell others about the program. If you have a question or suggestion, email us at editor at is-incorp.com. Should you want to join us on this program during our live hour each Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, dial 646-929-2337. That's editor at is-incorp.com or 646-929-2337. We're only as good as our guest and audience make us. Well, uh, we have a really unusual guest uh, today, uh, someone who, Meg Barnhart, uh, she's all about the Zen of slow cooking. And I, I, for one, am really looking forward to hearing her personal story. Meg, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, Meg, uh, as we ask all our guests, and with you, I think it has some particular relevance. Tell us a little bit about your personal background and how that led up to a little bit of of the Zen of slow slow cooking. Um, Thank you. Well, thanks. I wanted to say thank you for inviting me to speak today and shine a light on uh, our business and also the story. So I'm very grateful for that. And uh, so the Zen of slow cooking, well. Uh, the roots really, um, I, I would say they go back to my uh, failed home cook story, uh, which happened when my children were little. I was struggling to get food on the table. And I uh, grew up in a home that I, I'd like to say is very, was very Zen-like. My uh, parents were older when they had me. My brother and sister were off to college uh, when I was just entering elementary school. And so uh, we had long dinner hours. My mother was a fabulous stay-at-home cook. And my dad was a family physician, and we just had marvelous dinners by candlelight every evening. And so when I became uh, a young mom, I sort of thought that was what you did if you were fortunate enough to be at home. And I found myself struggling to get dinner on the table every night, as I said. And to make things even more challenging, my middle son uh, was diagnosed with developmentally delayed when he was a baby and didn't have functional language till the time he was four. So when he hit school age, um, it was really a real challenge for him. And so my afternoon hours were very stressful. And I called my best friend one night crying. And I just, I said to her, I just don't know what to do. I can't, I said, I can't even get dinner on the table anymore. And she said, she said, stop crying. She said, you kind of, you have a hard parenting deal. (laughs) She said, 
So, but you can do this. She said, get off your phone and go buy a craft pot. So I got the first two uh, pieces of advice, uh, but the third one I didn't understand because I, I didn't grow up with one. And I asked her, I said, I don't understand what you mean by getting a craft pot. And she explained to me, she's a teacher. Um, and she uh, said, you know, here's what you do. You put all your food in the morning and you come back and you've got it waiting for you uh, when you walk back in the door. And I thought that sounded fabulous. And it sounded a little bit like magic. So I went out the next day and bought myself a slow cooker and began my slow cooking journey. And uh, I fell in love with it immediately. I loved the ease, the flexibility, the aroma that waited me. I love that I could make uh, dinner at nine o'clock in the morning after I got my kids off to school. And um, so it, w- it w- was a great fit in, uh, until about two years into uh, my whole slow cooking journey. And my baby girl came to me one day crying, saying she couldn't eat any more thick meat. Because um, all I knew how to make was chili, pot roasted beef stew. And my boys didn't care. I have three children. So, and my husband was just grateful to get food on the table. So I, I knew that I had a great device, but I also knew that I had, um, I needed to pull out my old cookbooks and really try to figure it out. But by then I, I understood the cooking methodology, uh, methodology uh, behind slow cooking. And so I really could understand sort of how to tweak any recipe to make it work in a slow cooker or know that it wasn't going to work. And the food actually got really, really good. I also changed my uh, preparation time into a time for meditation, which is part of the Zen name. I I unplugged my phone. I chopped my vegetables and quiet and just really looked forward to that time in my day. Anyway, fast forward to 2010, I uh, decided to spend a year studying what life would look like for my son when he aged out of the school system. Um, Any parent with a child with uh, challenge, learning challenges or special needs. Understand that uh, it's a, you're, as a parent, you're always looking forward. And so I spent a year sort of studying what was out there and, and found that um, in the state of Illinois, only 24% of adults with developmental challenges are employed and only 35% with physical challenges. And my son is, is absolutely adorable. He's very charismatic. And I couldn't imagine a life where he wasn't shining his light. So I thought, uh, and I'm a, a bit of a serial entrepreneur, and I, I realized that um, that it was really, I, I, I began to believe it was really my life's mission to create a business for him and other adults like him. And as I sat and explained this to a friend one day, I said, I know, I know this is what I meant to do, but I'm not quite sure what to do. And she said, what are you having fun with? And she said, what, what makes you happy? Which I always think is a great question to ask anyone who wants to start a business. And I said, well, I'm really having fun with this slow cooking, and everything's been kind of funny about it, and, and um, my food's gotten so good, I don't know what you're talking about, but do something with that. And that's really where the idea for the Zen of Slow Cooking came from. And, okay, uh, stop, I stop, idea... Oh, stop right Meg. there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I could go on forever. I told you that, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I, I know, Megan, we're going to let you, but uh, we want to <laughs> stop now. And uh, tell okay. us what... The Zen, the Zen of slow cooking is all about. Is it a concept? Is it a website? What is it? And and uh, why why should our listeners know about it? Okay, so uh, so I started a blog with my partner Jane Mackay in 2012, and our first product was really just a blog. We would send a, a slow cooking recipe. To, uh, to different subscribers, and we would go to different events and sign people up for it. 
And, uh, and during that time, we also uh, were part of a food incubator and knew that we were going to incubate an idea that involved helping to speed up the slow cooking process for the home cook, create more efficiency in the kitchen, a little bit of zen in the kitchen, and also provide employment for adults with disabilities. So during that time, we came up with the idea. Actually, my partner's first idea was to create a whole spice infusion. Uh, she created a Moroccan tagine whole spice infusion. And um, um, we also brought uh, a blend for Coco Ven, which is our first blog post, and an Indian curry lentil um, Indian dal. And we we using the most popular recipes off of that, uh, off of our website, uh, was really what the, the spice blends we brought to the farmer's market uh, in 2013. And we were really excited uh, when we sold out all of our blends for that first farmer's market and so we realized we had to blend 40 more i should say my partner actually hand blended all of them and that's what we did we, we created spice blends for the home cook each blend had a signature recipe with a shopping list uh designed exclusively for the slow cooker and we we um kept create as we put a big pinup board on our farmer's market table and said tell us your favorite slow cooking recipes or what do you like to make and then we cultivated and collected ideas from different people our next blend was Smoky Barbecue for Carolina pulled pork, and then we did Southwest Fiesta for a great chicken tortilla soup. So we just kept creating. Uh, and then in 2014, we had a number of our customers wanting to ship our blends to friends uh, out of state. And so we moved to from our home kitchen to a test kitchen. And at that point, we knew that when we opened up our online selling shop that we couldn't keep up with the demand. So uh, we began our workplace wait, transition uh, model. Okay, yes. let me uh, let me interrupt you because you have a okay. fascinating story. I want to make sure uh, I understand, it, let alone our audience. Uh, I'm often far behind them in, in knowledge. <laughs> no. But but so essentially, these are the spices and the various things that 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 go into making a really good uh, crock pot. Uh, uh, re recipe. Am I correct in that? Yes. Yeah, so what we sell, what we sell are the Zenithal Cooking Slow Cooker Spice Blends. There's nothing else like it on the market. Um, they aren't um, seasoning blends. They're, they're they're just spices. We have a combination of ground spice blends, seven ground spice blends, three whole spice infusions. We put into a tea bag, and then you steep it in your slow cooker. And then each of the on the back of our uh, our pouch as a, a signature recipe with a shopping list. So they're all designed to be used in combination with whole foods. You could take it to your farmer's market. You could take it to your local uh, specialty store or grocery store and pick up fresh foods to use in combination with our spices for the slow cooker. Okay. Uh, okay. So um, how, uh, how do you source your, your spices? So the spices are all non-irradiated, uh, for one. So they're either organic or non-irradiated. And we actually source them primarily from um, a place in Illinois called Woodland Foods that we love, the, the quality of their spices. But we also have um, another, uh, a couple of other places we get our whole spice infusions uh, for our Szechuan spice. And actually for our Moroccan tagine, we purchase saffron from Rumi Spice. Um, and if you haven't heard from Rumi, they'd be another wonderful uh, person for you to talk to. Rumi uh, was started by uh, two um, two veterans 
from, uh, they both went to West Point, they went to Afghanistan, fought in the war, came back, went to Harvard, and went back to Afghanistan, and they are rebuilding the saffron industry in Afghanistan. And so we just, mm. we partner with Rumi and purchased their saffron, um, which is, it's a wonderful story. So anyway, so that's where we get our spices from. Okay, because it's a fascinating story. So in effect, you and your partner are uh, home-based entrepreneurs that uh, have found uh, an, uh, a niche niche that uh, that uh, has really become a fairly well-known product. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. We we created a product for ourselves that didn't exist. Uh, we both have families. I have three children. My partner has two young girls, and uh, we're both. Uh, my partner's from the UK. And she's a fabulous from scratch cook. And we both wanted to gr bring fresh, delicious food to our um, children and our families every night. But we found the after school hours to be very difficult time to prep food. I'm sure that you grew up in a time, I know I did, when my mother cooked in the afternoon. We had a fresh dinner every night. And we found that the home cook today is, is really challenged, whether they're working out of the house or they're working in the house. They're having a difficult time getting fresh food. So there's a lot of people going out for takeout or ordering in. And we just really wanted our kids to have a good from scratch uh, dinner every night. And we found the slow mm. cooker was the way to do that. And then and, and blend. You... Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, you first. No, you first. You're the guest. No, I'm saying, but the, but the other thing, <laughs> but the thing we love about our spice blends is they're not salt blends. They, they just have really good spice in, in them and great spice combination. They're our own recipes. They're vetted by all of our blog followers and our families. And they're just a really high quality product and used in combination with Whole Foods. They make a, a really delicious uh, home cooked meal. In uh, 2016, we were in Chicago's Next Best Food product. And it was a contest sponsored by Peapod. And Peapod loved our product so much that they actually launched meal kits. Um, in the Chicagoland area, our smoky barbecue you can buy as a meal kit, our chicken tortilla seat, and they have it already pre-chopped, prepared. You can just order your groceries off a teapot, and they put a, a meal kit if you want to order one um, into your shopping cart. They've done so well, they've now launched them on the East Coast, and so you can buy our meal kits on the East Coast, and they're launching a third one using our Indian spices for, uh, for, for curried lentils, which we're launching this fall, which is mm -hmm. really exciting. Well, it does sound exciting. Well, before we go any further, what is your website? It's thezenofslowcooking.com. So and spell it out for our audience. Um, T-H-E-Z-E-N-O-F-S-L-O-W-C-O-O-K-I-N-G.com. Wow. And if you, go, if you go to the website, we you can sign up for our blog. We send you a recipe every week, every other week, using Whole Foods in your slow cooker. Uh, we sell our spice blends uh, directly on our website. Our whole spice infusions are only available on our website. And then our, our ground spice blends are available locally in Chicago through Whole Foods, uh, Sunset Foods, Plum Market, which is now in Michigan. Um, in Oregon, you can find us at Market of Choice. And uh, and then, of course, through Peapod. And uh, most recently, we can now purchase our, our, our ground spice blends on Amazon. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, you weren't at the Fancy Food Show this year, were you? You know, we were at the New show York? because our 10th Spice Blend just won a Sophie Award, which is, is in the food world is like winning the Academy Award, an Oscar, right. uh, which is super exciting. And we won for Best New Spice Product in 2017. Whoa, that's really um, uh, important. So repeat that to our audience so that, so they hear that because I, I know it, <laughs> so I want them to know it. I know. Well, thank you. Uh, so we entered uh, in the Specialty Food Association. They have uh, awards they give out every year to people in the specialty food industry. They're called Sophie Awards. And our 10th uh, spice blend that we just launched in February of this year, our Szechuan Spice, won for Best New Spice Product for 2017, which was really exciting. They have thousands of entries in different in different categories, and all of the, um, the the testing is blind taste tests pre- prepared by chefs, uh, culinary experts, and food critics are all uh, tasting it, and they 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 select the best product uh, to win the award. So we were really honored to win that. Hmm, it's really exciting. Well, now uh, Barb. You are now an entrepreneur. Uh, how long are you in business? Oh, we started in business in five in 2012 is when we launched the blog. And then so, so you're almost five, so you're almost five, five years. years, which is the critical time. Well, what's your it plans is. for the future? <laughs> so, um, well, you know, in addition to our hope to continue to and. Um, you know, we have over 30 adults with disabilities now who help us package the blend, which is a really big part of our story. We're hoping to have many, many more people and to really help uh, create opportunity for adults with disabilities. So that's a big part of our business. We also um, have been teaching cooking classes uh, to adults with disabilities so they can learn how to use the slow cooker. And now we've just launched community boxes where because our, our time is getting so tight, we don't have time to do the, the individual class where if you want to, we'll send you a slow cooker and some spice blends and we'll give you some time over the phone to help you. If you have a school or you want to um, teach your students how to slow cook, we want to help you start that. So that's one of, the, one of our dreams. The other dream is uh, my business partner has just moved back to the UK and so we're actively building the Zenith Slow Cooking UK which is super exciting. Uh, we have a couple of people already interested in the, uh, the product in the UK market. And then I guess our, our third objective for this year is to really expand our meal kit market. We feel like that's a really great uh, product for the home cook, something that they can do. And slow cooking is great if you've got a young family, you're cooking in community, uh, college kids. Um, we have a lot of customers who are actually living in senior care who love our, our blends. They invite friends over. So there's a lot of different ways that we're hoping to grow our market. And then, of course, we're looking for national distribution, which is really exciting. We're, we're getting pretty well known in the Midwest, but we're hoping to be known all over the country. And you're actually helping <laughs> us do that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barb, uh, you, you opened so many oh, doors. Uh, well, well, first, let's start. Your partner moved back to the UK. Uh, are, you, are you continuing the partnership? Are you looking to have uh, someone join you? Well, what's your plan uh, for the immediate future, given that change? Yeah. 
Oh, so my partner and I, well, we're, we were, we're fine with the, because she kind of hand, handles all the culinary part of the business. I'm doing more of the sales and marketing end. We have someone who does operations for us, who does uh, bookkeeping, inventory management. And then we just hired someone to actually develop, uh, to, to open the sales. Um, we, we've been doing all the sales ourselves, demos, whatnot. Um, and we just hired someone to sort of take that over. So our, our desire right now is to just really scaffold our presence in the market yeah, through sales and marketing. Okay. Your question? Okay. Well, it does in part, but uh, uh, a separation like that, um, not to probe too deeply, but because, but because it's an interest. I mean, if you're partners, uh, you're 50-50, uh, how are you going to resolve some of the issues uh, given the distance between you? You know, um, we just, we, uh, to be honest, I'll be really honest. We have, uh, I just wrote a blog post about our partnership. We have, we have a very, we don't really have any, we don't have any issues. I have to be honest with you. Our skill sets are so different. One of the things we brought to our business is a tool called Strength Finders. And so when we bring people into our business, uh, at any level, we're always looking at their strengths and always seeing where they align in the business. And my partner does the culinary content for the blog. She does all the, the food um, creation, the recipes. So if, if a question comes up about food-related issues, I always defer to her judgment because she has the strength in that category. When it comes to questions about our social mission or sales and marketing, she defers to me because that's my strength. So we just kind of go back and forth, and we, she, she, we've always lived apart. Even though we were both in the Chicagoland area, we weren't in the same town. So we've worked virtually for many years now. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we know how to do that. And then, and then okay. with, you know, of course, with modern technology, we ta- I've already talked to her three times today. <laughs> so we, we're fine. So that part won't be an issue. And we're excited now that she's opening in the U.K., market i defer to her for decisions what because we have to redesign new packaging and metrics and so she's on the ground really studying that we work with we have a team of designer you know outside people that we also strategically work with um our branding uh designer will work with her to create the new packaging her name's linda cassidy and she's here in chicago so um you know that's kind of how we work i hope okay really have all right kind of divide You know, you've you've built a business. Um, How does your husband feel about what what you've been doing? You know, that's a great question. My husband's early career was at PepsiCo. So, and as I said to you, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. And so when I came to him with this idea, he said, I think this is the one we really have to go with. Because he really could see that there was no market category for slow cooking and especially five years ago and the whole meal kit concept was just coming to date which was part of my original thought process so he was really on board from day one and uh he is also um he ran the internet business so he could see having his food background and internet background he could see that this product would be really aligned well uh, in e-commerce so uh, and he, he's a financial guy, so his strengths are also really different from mine. And so he's very supportive, mm. whether it's 
packing up the car for a farmer's market or taking a quick look at a spreadsheet or reading over a contract. And that, that's really his skill set. So he's, he's been really excited. And my partner's husband is a marketing background. He's a marketing executive. So he's been able to really shine a light on some global marketing issues, which has been really exciting. So we have a lot of, uh, we have a really great team of people outside of Jane and I who support the business. And then we have what we call our, our kitchen cabinet, uh, which are people who give us time pro bono. Uh, one of them is an ex-CEO of, of a major brand. Another one is a, a marketing executive. And so they give us time and talent as we grow. Mm-hmm. Or they provide, you know, as we've grown. Okay. Well, now, uh, uh, in your experience, uh, tell our audience, what are, what are the two things you've learned, obstacles or uh, 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 how, how should we say uh, uh, barriers that you've overcome that you tell that you uh, warn or tell uh, our audience about? Well, you know, I always tell people who want to start a business to be really clear about why you want to start it and really craft the story. I think that's really important. I, I, a lot of people have ideas to do things, but they don't really have they don't have the why about it. They have the idea, but they don't. They don't. They, have, they don't really. They're not really connected to it. And I think you really spend some time figuring out why you want to do this, because as you know, starting your own business is a lot of work. And mm-hmm. um, there's financial investment, there's time investment, there's emotional investment. So you have to be really clear in your intention. And I find that people that aren't are often swayed or pulled by other people's ideas. And I think that is difficult to create a business. Um, I also think Shane and I did in the very beginning. We set five guiding principles to our business, and we we operate every question within those guiding principles. Uh, One of them, for example, is relevancy. So we try to make our social media as relevant as possible and and to contribute positively. So these are all things that we do from the get-go, I think, to help build a foundation of growth. And I think as far as obstacles, when we find ourselves uh, pushing too hard on something, that isn't really moving, we always say to ourselves, are we moving in the right direction? And I think that that's really important. I think oftentimes people have an idea and they, and they try to, to, you know, they try to um, push it through without really taking a step back. Are we moving in the right direction? Should we be looking at another way to manage the situation? And, and, and a great example for in our business in 2014, when we, were, we couldn't keep up with the demand of our product, uh, we started cobbling together a workforce of friends and family who were volunteers, and you know my children would uh, be helping package, and we and it was becoming very difficult to manage all these different people in an efficient way. And and Jane and I just sat down and I said this is not working, and we both agreed. And and she said, you know what, we always wanted to create a business for adults with disabilities, and even though we weren't in a financial position to really fund that next chapter because everyone who works for us gets paid. We knew it was the right business decision, so we just did it. You know, we, we did it a little ahead of our schedule, but it, it just moved the business forward so, um, uh, you know, effortlessly, you know, once we kind of got that rhythm going. So I, I always tell that to people. You know, just take a, take, a, take a step back before you push forward. Hmm. We're talking with uh, Meg Barnhart. Uh, Meg, uh, tell, tell the, uh, the audience once again your website, and if they wanted to talk to you or reach you, how they do it? Oh, the website is uh, www.thezen, 
Z-E-N-O-F of Slow, S-L-O-W, Cooking, C-O-O-K-I-N-G.com. And I would welcome anyone to, to contact me at Meg, M-E-G, at the Zen of com. If you have ideas or suggestions, uh, places you think would love our product, please, please, please send me a note. I would love to um, con- connect with you and spread a little Zen in your hometown. We'd love that. Mm-hmm. So, so Meg, um, uh, we're halfway through uh, uh, 2017. Where do you think you'll be in 2020? Oh, 2020. You know, we're we're trending and tracking to be in national distribution. I'm meeting with a national distributor this week, and our hope is to be, is, is to really be out there. Um, we're hoping that that that's our goal for 2020. Uh, we'd like to see at least uh, we'd love to see more meal kits in the meal kit market. Uh, that, that's I think a real it's a huge growth industry. We love our partnership with Peapod. We're hoping to extend that to other companies that are, are providing meal kits. Jane is working hard to get the UK business off the ground. So I think you know if we can get those three things done, we'll be in great shape for the future. And of course, you know, as entrepreneurs, we are always ideating. So we have a lot of other plans. Uh, but right now, our focus is to really get the spice blends in as many markets as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meg Barnhart, it's been a pleasure talking with you. It's certainly been educational for me, and I hope our audience. Any final thoughts you'd like to impart before before we uh, call it a day? You know. Um, I, I just wanted to say thank you. It really means a lot to me on a personal level and professionally that you would take the time uh, to interview me and give me a chance to share the, the journey. So I, I just want to say thank you. <laughs> and um, okay. I, I'm, I'm, let us know what blend you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Meg, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, good luck to you in the future. You, you, you okay. have a fascinating story. That, pe- that people should uh, know know about and hear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week with other guests invited to help you, our audience, improve operations, expand marketing, reduce cost, enable better personnel management, and add profits. Remember, all of our shows are archived at www.blogtalkradio.com slash smallbusinessdigest. You can hear this show and all others at your leisure. If you like the show, tell others about it. Want to make a comment or be a guest? Email us at editor at is-incorp.com. Your host was Don Mazella, Editorial Director of Small Business Digest. Until next time, keep faith with the ideals that made America great, and remember, small business is still the backbone of commerce.